How we doing? 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 Um, I did not do the podcast last week. I'm sorry about that. I've been busy. Okay, okay. Call me when you tell me what you're doing for this league. <laughs> no. Uh, anyway. Um. So just really quick, since I didn't do one last week, gonna go over the movement last week as well in the power rankings. Not super descriptively, but enough. Um, we had the top three stay put in the New York Skankies Dane, Chris Fearboners, and KFC's Better Than Popeye's Pete Masterson. With um, Kyle moving up to number four, I moved up after beating Lucas to number five. Sheckman, his big move up from ten to six. While Brett dropped and his brother dropped Tyler. Um, and Lucas dropped after I beat him. And it was the official movement of the Pool Pals, De Simone, uh, down to number 10. Which, uh, that trend doesn't change going to the next. Um, pretty much in general, we saw Dane get another nice, slim win, but a good one. Uh, Salvador Perez was big for him. Aaron Nola was big for him. Picked up Brian Reynolds, um, which was also big for him again. Uh, Chris Ty, uh, 5 5 um, Mitch Hanniger was huge, which was a pickup for him uh, before that. Uh, Marcus Stroman continued to go off, two wins as well, uh, while Garrett Hampson was also a big contributor um, off pickups with stone bases, some runs. Uh, looks like he's got the job now too, so that's pretty big. Uh, Pete did not have a beautiful performance, but he was able to 5-5. I think it was Chris, um, I believe. Maybe it was someone else. I'm not sure. Um, but he was able to tie. Um, Mark Kanab was huge, a bunch of runs and stone bases. Glass now kept going with his uh, incredible performance. And then on top of that, uh, Ian Kennedy off for agency was able to give uh, some good saves. Um, Playboy Island, Kyle. I think Kyle played Pete. I think that's what it was. Um, 5-5, another tie as well. Justin Turner was still going off for him. Matthew Boyd has been starting off the season fantastically. And before Quaido is now in the IL, um, was able to get a really good start for Playboy Island, Kyle, off for agency. Uh, then there's me after beating Lucas. Chris Bryant was a big contributor. Um, Gare Cole, of course, big contributor. Um, and Carlos Rondon had a no-hitter off for agency, which was awesome. He's still on my team. And even Dane Dunning pitched well, just uh, wasn't as good as a no-hitter. No surprise. Um, the show, Sheckman, is big jump up. Starling Marte was able to get a lot of runs. Um, even a stolen base. A couple um, uh, homers, a 300 average. Shane Bieber had a 0 ERA and 11 Ks. Um, Yimi Garcia was able to get two wins and a save off for agency. That's freaking awesome. Uh, and he had a great week and a 7-3 win. Um, squats, twats. Unfortunately, lost last week. Um, Acuna kept being hot. Darvish, big. Uh, Emmanuel Clace, who he now freaking has. Freaking uh, super great and important for him. Yeah, whatever. Karen Chick lost the job, it looks like, to closer. Even though he's absolutely murdering. Whatever. Um, astronomical Vibrators. Nick Solak, he had a 5-5 game. Uh, Nick Solak was super good. DeGrom, just... Jesus, this guy is just murdering. Um... Didn't really have any good pickups that week, but ended up going 5-5. Uh, Iron Dome against me, um, Yermen Merced and uh, Herman Marquez 
were his two best players. Dave Scalfani had a great inning, and Husker Noah um, did not really do so good after a hot stretch. Uh, so he dropped um, last week. And lastly, which I'll talk about more in touch on, the Pool Pals uh, also lost 3-7. Um, Mar- uh, Marcelo Zuna was good. Ryu was good. Uh, Eduardo Escobar did good off for agency and whatnot. It's just uh, could not pull together some wins. So that's what happened last week. Um, now this week, we see not a whole lot of movement in the grand scheme of things. Um, it's just one person moved drastically that moved up some other people. So Skanky stays in that number one from another decent win. Um, KFC, better than Popeyes, Pete, takes that number two spot. Um, so he moves up one. Playboy Roy goes up with him after beating me last week, 6-4. Even I move up to four. Um, I might be a um, skeptical decision. People might think otherwise, but... I didn't actually play that bad. My team just couldn't hit the broadside of a barn with a baseball bat, um, so they could not swing. Uh, but my pitching was fantastic. It's just it's clear that my team's showing a, a weakness in the hitting, or they just got to pick it up. I don't know. Um, Scott's Tots had a nice matchup that he won um, against Fear Boners, um, which is why Fear Boners, I haven't mentioned them yet, even though they've been up at the top most of the year. Uh, they, they were the ones that dropped hard. Ethan didn't move. He lost. Had a really miserable hitting performance. I think the worst of the week. Um, but still, the pitching was there, and he's able to not lose too hard. And then there's where Fear Boner is. A five drop from two to a seven. Um, is it too harsh? For sure, I think. Uh, they'll probably move right back up at some point very soon. The only issue is with how even the league is right now, there's a few teams who have some winning records, and not to be rude to them, but it is most of the teams who play at the full pals. Um who got like a nice head start in their records in overall wins. Um, for the most part, it's a very even plane. At the, um, and uh, right now, if you drop below 500, you drop pretty hard in the power rankings. Understandably, because you know you're technically a losing team at the moment. But Fear Bonus had a small win against me, and then a tie and a small loss last week against the Tots, and it just comes out to barely under 500 winning percentage, and unfortunately they drop. So Iron Dome is now at 8. He moved back up one spot after a small, slight win against the Astronomical Vibrators, which means the Vibrators have to move below, even though Vibrators' record really isn't too bad. I think it's 14-15-1. Not that bad. It's technically better than Iron Dome. Iron Dome did just physically actually beat them, so I had to switch that up, and then Pool Pals remains at the bottom. So getting into the grit and nitty-gritty, 19 wins from the Skankies. He's looking pretty good for being able to be manager of the month as long as he... Uh, continues this week um this week he's got a huge matchup pretty much whoever wins this next matchup uh, if it's a drastic win that is um will win manager of the month it, it's assumed um so skankies had a 5-4-1 win again they're the only team who has literally won every week some other teams have tied and won they're the only team who's physically won um david peralta Huge, huge player for him. 10 RBIs. I think he had seven in one day. 400 average, two homers. Corbin Burns continues his crazy hot streak. I really should not have talked bad about him. I didn't. I never really thought he was bad. I was never talking bad about him, but he was like close to his, Skanky's ace. And I wasn't sure about that after a short season where he had really broke out. So far, proving me 
extraordinarily wrong. He's almost been his best pitcher almost every week. So, yes. Uh, Chris Flexen, the former Met, did very bad with the Mets. Got a quality start. Um, tied wins for Skankies by getting a win for him off a free agency. And Joe Ross, real rough. Um, not good. I think uh, might have had him for two starts. I'm not sure. But I know. No, I think he just had him for one start. And he had 10 earned in that start. So, yikes. Uh, Casey is better than Popeye is the one... Oh, I just farted. Uh, 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 whoops. Ooh, jeez. Oh, um, 7-3 win. Um, now has 17 wins on the season. And like I said, two wins uh, two wins and a tie. Moves up to number two. All around, straight up, if you look at his matchup, I put Whit Merrifield as top contributor. He had three stolen bases, some runs. Uh, he had a 214 average. Like... His team had, like, a decent hitting week, and it was able to pull some categories for sure. But in reality, like, no one did super well. It was a bunch of guys who, like, banded together um, as a misfit team and uh, pulled enough categories, even had a decent average. I mean, Whit Merrifield, that's 215. You expect a bad week because Whit Merrifield's normally an average guy. Nope. Uh, didn't work out that way. John Gray got two wins. Adam Frazier... Um, gave good runs and a stolen base. Matt Schumacher didn't really help at all with the whip side of things, but he had a great matchup. Playboy Island moves up after the win against me. Uh, Woodruff was huge with an under-1 ERA with 15 Ks and two wins. Bryce Harper had a massive end of the weekday that solidified homers in a few other categories after hitting 435 on the week. GT, uh, JT Brubaker, uh, prospect, strong start. For him, uh, wasted because of the fact that he didn't really win any of the pitching categories except for wins. Um, and he didn't get a win, but he still did very well. Uh, might be able to keep him long term, which is why I put him as the best pickup. And Avisael Garcia didn't have a hit over, I think, 10 at bats. Um, so he did not work pan out. Um, but Playboy, I mean, he might be a bit gimmicky, but he's finding ways to at least tie or win almost every week. So until that stops, they're a force to be reckoned with right now. And my team, Nick Magical is my best hitter. Hit 316, five RBIs, four runs. Garrett Cole, another huge week. Alex Wood was a fantastic pickup. I even had Brady Singer, who was a fast, fantastic pickup. Michael Fulmer pitched fine, but only went three innings because he kind of opened, but not really. It's a weird thing with how the Tigers use him because of the injuries. But in general, my team can't hit the ball right now. Really rough. Um, what are you going to do? I don't know if I should make some address this by making some trades or just hope some of these guys because there's some real names on my team that are just really doing nothing i think i just got to wait on them but i can't wait too long luckily i still am able to come out with a winning record i didn't lose too bad um so i only moved up because fear bonus moved down I, I expect that to change i expect my team even to fall but for right now sticking at four um scott's tots had a nice 6-4 win uh verdugo was huge he had a bunch of stolen bases this week um, Jack Flaherty had a great week with two wins. Uh, Joy Wendell, who he already tried to trade, uh, his high-level uh, stats recently um, for some big hitters. Um, but Joey Wendell is a good pickup for him, almost 300 average and some counting stats um, from a pickup. Enrique Hernandez did not do quite as much. He dropped off his hot streak. But uh, Scott Stotts had a great, great win. The show barely lost, and they're lucky to have barely lost. Thankfully, their pitching did really well, and I believe they had a good amount of steals. I could be wrong about that. 
Uh, Romeo Tapia hit 444 with five runs in RBIs, but that's not like super amazing. A lot like my team, it was just a really rough hitting week. Chapman was massive into winning the matchup with saves. Um, Josh Fleming got a nice win to tie in the category. David Peterson almost lost the ERA, but he didn't. Uh, but the show was pitching held him up this week. Um, in general, he still got a winning record too, which is really good to see. Only reason I'm not moving him over Scott Todd's is because Scott Todd's had a rough matchup and still won it with an impressive week, whereas the show had a very unimpressive week but was able to stay close. So I'm just going to keep him at six for right now. Another good matchup, they might move right up. Fear boners, like I said, way too harsh of a drop. Reason for it, though, is because of the dropping below 50 of uh, 500 uh, on the record. Um, I assume this isn't going to stay this way. Uh, J.D. Martinez, another big contributor for him. Again, J.D.'s been massive in the first month of the season. Richard Rodriguez, who I wasn't even sure was going to be a closer for a while, had two shaves. And uh, Chris Bassett was a good pickup. Casey Mize not. Um, so I expect Fear Bones to move back up in general. Um, they're a good team. We'll see where people can move up. Let's see who he has to play uh, in general because matchups are going to play a part in everything. Um, so right now, um, I'm playing Astronomical Vibrators, which I'm going to mention soon, which will be an interesting uh, early, early week matchup. Sheckman and Chris, who are right next to each other, um, play uh, this week as well, so they're going to be able to decide who moves up, who moves down. Um, according to Kyle... He gets the punching bag this week uh, in the Pool Pals, who's still last after another loss. Um, Lucas, Iron Dome, gets to prove themselves potentially against Scott Tots, who's a team that's rolling. And then you get the number one, the number two matchup, which is fun to see in the Skankies and KFC. So I just wanted to say that because it just shows some ideas of people who are getting good matchups to be able to show case who they are. Like I said, Fear Bullings gets to go up against the show. And whoever loses or wins that matchup, probably going to drop, and the other one raise up a good amount, depending on... Because the records are already so close to 500. If someone get a big win, should move up a good amount. Iron Dome with a small win against the Astronomical Vibrators last week. Urias, massive. Um, Tatis, that freaking strong ending of the week on top of four stolen bases. Awesome. Jesse Winker was a good pickup, had some good stats. Fortunately... Denilson Lamette, who he traded for, got off the IL and instantly went right back on. That's just unfortunate. Um, nothing you can really do about that. Hopefully he can hold on to him and go back at it. But unfortunately, Iron Dome is going to have a, uh, some is- issues with pitching long term. But they just had a good pitching week. Um, acquiring the hitters to get pitchers. That seems to be what he's doing, so... Uh, now we'll talk about the Vibrators, who, like I said, just lost to Iron Dome. Matt Olson was pretty big. DeGrom, massive. Jazz Chisholm hasn't been able to been super productive in this matchup since his pickup. But they got Michael Kopech. Huge prospect, of course, from the Nationals, who came to the White Sox. Um, I think I'm right on that. Um, regardless, the Duke can strike out people like crazy. Has some nasty stuff and has been able to put it together so far this season out of a bullpen roll, and now it looks like he might join the rotation. If that is true, huge pickup for the Astronomical Vibrators. Another team I don't expect will be the bottom three this year. So we'll see how they do. And the Pool Pals. Currently, I mean, Kyle's um, 
idea of what they are isn't crazy. They are a bit of a punching bag right now. Under double-digit wins with 22 losses. So they haven't even been able to come back and tie some stuff. And It's really unfortunate. Uh, they got some players. Like Tim Anderson did well. Dustin May did awesome. Had a super huge end-of-the-week um, performance. Unfortunately, he couldn't grab more categories. He should have had the win. That would have made it at least 6-3-1. Uh, Dodgers blew it hard against the Padres. Um, Robbie Ray, who we picked up, clinch, helped clinch wins. Dane Dunning fell off his hot streak, which I talked about earlier, who I picked up last week. Uh, so in general, I'm going to close it up here, but we're starting to see less and less movement and people get set more in their ways. Uh, I expect that to change. A lot of teams, like I said, are hovering around, generally around that 500 mark. So once we start seeing some bigger wins, and the reason we're not seeing bigger wins is everyone's really doing good on paying attention, making their pickups, and, and getting stuff in, you know, right at those deadlines every day uh, for when the first game starts. And it's really making some tough matchups. Um, speaking on behalf of myself, my brother was killing me week one, and I came back, and he came back on me. There's been a lot. My point here is there's been a lot of lead changes. Uh, even last week, I thought for a while, hey, I'm done with uh, Playboy Roy. Roy, 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 Roy. Um, thought he was going to kill me. And then all of a sudden, I was able to at least call back to 6-4 after my pitching just absolutely went off some good pickups and some other guys doing well. Everyone's able to um, – wait. This, this league this year – not saying other years weren't, but it's very coherent. They know what they're doing, it seems, and it's uh, really fun to see everyone. Uh, I mean, f- shit, Sunday, there were, like, at one point, like, 20 pitchers that you could pick up. Not literally, but close to it. And all of a sudden, all the pitchers are gone. Uh, you know, everyone making those last-second pickups to be cheeky, grab a category, tie a category, whatnot. Um, and it should be a fun year to have. Um I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. And next week we'll announce that manager of the month, which will be great. Um, and they'll be able to pick up uh, the, um, end of the end of the year punishment for whoever comes in last. Could be decent at the moment if it keeps trending down this way. So, uh, that's probably going to be it. Um, you know, follow the Twitter. Uh, follow these power rankings. I got a podcast on the way. Uh, it's on Spotify and a bunch of other places where you find your podcasts. So look up League of the Generous, okay? All right.